How do you make a vacation last? How do you hold on to the joy, the clarity, the calm? Easy. You go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool, white, sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. You won't just feel great. You'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. First, the bad news. SAP Business AI won't help you generate cubist versions of your family's holiday photos. But it will help you understand which supplier is best to help you roll out your plant-based packaging in Southeast Asia. Or identify the training your junior project manager needs to rise up the ranks. And automate repetitive tasks while you focus on big innovations. So you can be ready for the next opportunity. Revolutionary technology. Real-world results. That's SAP Business AI. We had our chances to win. It's a, it's a team game. It's not a one-man game. He didn't, he didn't lose the game. Uh, he didn't help us win the game, though. When we when we protect the football, when I protect the football, we score points. No one has, no one has stopped us this year. When I protect the football, we can't win that way, consistently. Uh, just can't do it. You know, got the snap and clear mentality, but can't do it. First pass of the game. He throws it out, and it's picked off. Intercepted by Bradley. Winston. Welcome to the Real Bucks Talk Podcast. This podcast is available on iTunes, Google Play, and Podbean. Be sure to follow us at Real Bucks Talk on all social media platforms. I'm your host, Michael Plus, and join, as always, my co-host, Mark Ramirez. Mark, it, it was uh, early Christmas for the uh, Texans uh, this, this past weekend as our good friend, Jameis Winston, uh, gave out a lot of gifts um, over Saturday's uh, game and it was uh, it was one of the big reasons why it was a close game, and also, I mean, well, actually, it could have been a blowout, but our defense was outstanding, so that was the positive. But uh, offensively, it wasn't enough, and um, just couldn't get that those key plays down to get you know five wins in a row. Unfortunately, yeah, it's the sad truth, but it's we're all almost not expecting it, but hoping it wouldn't happen, mm-hmm. and it, we kept thinking okay maybe this is it maybe he's finally turned over and then he has this four interception game right and you're like this shit's got to stop mm-hmm. i mean everyone thinks it it doesn't matter if you're a Jameis hater or a Jameis just you're you've got his back no matter what it even he in the, in the intro I, I can't do it mm-hmm. i just can't i mean He's frustrated, too. He knows he shouldn't be doing that, and we'll go over all four interceptions again. But it's it's annoying. It's annoying, and it's like you you know that's in him, and it, it's almost you have to expect it every now and then. But to be a winner, a year-after-year winner, can that be the quarterback of your franchise? I don't know. Right. And people bring up the Brett Favre scenario, maybe. Mm-hmm. But... 
you just can't keep kicking yourself in the ass every damn t- every game. Six nothing, like you heard already starting off. Right. Third pass of the game, another interception. That you can't. First pass of the game can't be an interception. Just can't. Especially for a touchdown. Right. Third pass, you think it'd be okay, a little bit conservative because you're just shitting the bed. Mm-hmm. I I don't know. And then he can make some miraculous throws. And then I'm not going to shit on Winston all this whole time. Mm-hmm. Great. Why are you dropping balls hit you in the hands? Right. OJ, what are you doing? Yeah, and yes, thing. he had a lower cast with supposedly Perriman, Watson, and mm-hmm. Ishmael Hyman. Right. But the the guys we wanted to rely on couldn't step up. So it's not all on Winston. Yes, for the Mr. Winston lovers, it's true. He mm. he there he did make up for some of these things. That's why it is a team game. He ultimately didn't blow it for us because the defense kept it in us in it. And we could have actually gotten us a lead if Brake catches us the ball. Right. Or OJ catches that ball. So hey, I mean there's positives and negatives. At the end of the day, we lost the game, but we we're still in it, which is hilarious and crazy to think about. But yeah. Go ahead. What, what do you think about it? Yeah, I mean, I I didn't get to see the game live, uh, but you know, just looking at Twitter and and getting text messages from Mark, you know, throughout the game, it's like, you know, at one point, it's like, oh wow, we're tied at halftime. Okay, it must be a good game, you know, so far. And you know, that's the miraculous thing. We're we were tied at halftime going into the second half, even with, I think we already had four turnovers by then. So yeah, four in the first half. Yeah, four in the and first. And we tied it. Yeah, which is crazy. So, you know, that just shows you a credit to our defense, which was outstanding. I mean, they held, they pretty much shut down the Texans' offense, shut down um, uh, Hopkins. They 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 got after Deshaun Watson. Uh, they made it tough for them. So, and they forced some turnovers. They could have had three turnovers themselves, but you know, the refs being the refs. But uh, there was a lot of a lot of good things defensively that I liked. Um, offensively you know you had big plays by ronald jones you would like to see him get more involved and get over that 20 carrier plateau but they for whatever reason kind of went away from him and i don't blame them. i mean they were kind of inconsistent running the football they couldn't get short yardage down to save their lives so there's just a lot of things that it just seemed like nothing was really working offensively even when Jameis was getting in some type of rhythm it seemed like something would just Go wrong, yeah, go wrong, and um, so just there was never a good flow uh, to the offense throughout the game, and and certain guys that you think would make plays they didn't. Certain guys were tripping over their own feet. You know, Rojo did it a couple times, and then Watson, yeah. So there was just no rhythm, and and you know you start your day with a pick six. That's really no way to start a game. So you're already behind the eight ball there. But, you know, to the credit and the talent of the team, it just shows you how good they can be if, if they play smarter and uh, not, you know, help the other team win as well. Yeah, I mean, it was a total roller coaster that first half. Mm-hmm. It was exciting-ass TV, though. Oh, yeah. I mean... I watched it yesterday back, and it was like, wow, this is a great game. And then the second half, it just, I think, for whatever reason, the Bucks I think, got a little bit too boggled down and too conservative especially there was that fourth and one situation i thought they should have went for it you know go for the score forget the field goal i know you're trying to tie the game forget up. the signals yeah i know you're trying to tie the game up but at that point you really need touchdowns and i think a touchdown there probably would have won you the game but but it, you know hindsight 2020 oh so like i said it was a fun ass game to watch mm. we scored 17 first half three second half right but that's 
telling there. But I think they didn't go for it because it just shows how little faith they have in the run game. True. I mean, people are like, oh, we just didn't commit to the run. No, we we tried. We but it was failed a, miserably was a, was almost successful. every time. Yeah. Our, off, our offensive line can't run block. It just can't. I mean, I like Jensen's hustle and his ability, but he gets blown backwards a lot on run plays. Dotson's terrible in run. I saw a run play to the left, and Dotson's ass was all the way on that left side because he got bulldozed over. And that was on mm-hmm. Rojo's big run. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, we just we need help in the run blocking department. Besides Marpet and Smith, there's not much else. And you can't just keep running to the left every damn yeah. down. Yeah. But, so that's my big thing. I mean, we couldn't run the ball. So we start trying to pass it, these short opportunities. Mm-hmm. The Look at our third and one before the fourth downward break drops the ball. Right. It was a quick snap trying to get them off this not defense off the snap mm-hmm. slow. Right. And Hargraves stops us two yards behind the line. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then we try and pass it short, then work. Even the last interception of the game, short pass because there's no faith in the run. It's mm-hmm. third and one. Yeah. You could have done a quick draw just to get the first down, huddle up, and then throw another quick pass. Right. But there's no faith. You mm-hmm. just because you couldn't. It's not just that they didn't have faith. They just couldn't do it. Right. So, running game, wash. Defense was amazing. Mm-hmm. Jamel Dean's interception before halftime, damn, I think B.A. glued his hand or something. <laughs> Dude yeah. picked it off and almost ran it all the way back. But mm-hmm. defense, all the above, shined. JPP, Levante David, mm-hmm. forcing those fumbles, especially the fumble that was, that never was. <laughs> Um, and then to let's give a credit to Deshaun Watson for tackling Devin White because yeah. that should have been a touchdown. It was going to be a touchdown, yeah. But, I mean, defensively, everyone looked well. The only time they really did get a touchdown was when Peyton Barber fumbled and they had a short field again. Right. And they scored on a very short field. So, really, yeah. our defense did what they were supposed to do. Mm-hmm. I – Go ahead. <laughs> no, I mean, that, that pretty much sums it up. I mean, you know, offensively, again, you know, your quarterback, you just you can't have, you know, the four interceptions. You just can't have it. And, you know, running backs can't be fumbling the ball. You you got you to gotta be able to run the ball better, especially in short yardage situations, and then got to be more creative in your passing game if you're going to throw it on third and short. That was not the case on that last drive. Um, you had no one going towards the middle of the field, which makes no sense. So there's just a lot of things that could have been better. I thought for the most part the play calling was really good. I mean, guys were open, just couldn't execute. I mean, we had multiple chances to have you know deep passes like we did against Detroit for touchdowns. We just couldn't execute them, uh, especially in that first quarter. I think it was like the third drive. We had two shots, couldn't hit them. There was more more plays that Jameis just was overthrowing or not putting enough air. I mean, OJ dropping that pass on the sideline, you know, I did like the play. They did get to um, the new kid, uh, Cody McElroy, I think it is. Yeah, that was great. I mean, he's a big dude uh, too. (laughs) I mean, so. I love the point and the ball drop. Right. (laughs) So that was awesome. (laughs) I mean, I would like to see him get more involved in the, in the passing game uh, too. I mean, he caught the ball. So. It's just telling for him in the future, mm. too. I mean, if right. we have Tanner Hudson and a dude like that, right? OJ and Brake keep underproducing with contracts that are 
right big money eh, yeah if you have something in the cupboard why the hell hold on to them kind of thing yeah i mean those guys could definitely be trade assets this offseason um again we've already seen like the tight end position is not really big in this mm-hmm. offense it's a receiver driven you know scheme and it's designed to go to the receivers and the running backs and tight end occasionally you know if, if utilized but it's not the the main you know go-to focus of the offense right right exactly they're, right, but- they're designed to block and do things like that. All right, but talking about the offense, number three. Let's just talk about him with his four interceptions. Let's go over all of them real quick, analyze them. Okay. I put it all over Twitter. Guys, if you want to get more in-depth, they're on our Facebook group where we go really in-depth and talk about every damn little thing. So Real Bucks Talk on Facebook, private group, ask to join, we'll accept you mm-hmm. and get to talking. Mm-hmm. But let's just go over it. First interception. First throw of the game. Yeah. An out route where, yes, guys, Justin Watson ran a poor route. He rounded it off. People were like, oh, God, I'd be benched for that. <laughs> yes, he ran a bad route. Still bad throw. It's still bad judgment, bad read, bad throw. Right. For it, and it's right in front of you. It's not like you didn't see what was happening. And if and that goes to the scripted shit. I don't like it. Everyone's like, oh, but that's what everyone does. Well, obviously, they're reading something Winston's doing every time. And an out route. They jump it, interception. And if and to that credit, if Watson does run the right route, cut it, break outside, mm-hmm. then that ball is five yards behind Watson's ass, and this right. either way is a terrible throw. Yeah, that's on Winston. Yep. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. This is okay, guys. The people that call us Winston haters, mm-hmm. you're gonna hate us even more right here. But I'm gonna talk good about him later. <laughs> Number two was the Paraman. He's trying to go to Paraman across the field, right? And then the safety was. Yeah. Go spying them. Yeah. Just walking into the yeah. interception, again, staring down the side of the field. Again, that was another bad throw Good. because Perriman is going to the middle. So that ball needs to be led out into the middle of the field, going over top of that defender. But uh, he throw, he tries to aim it towards him and throw it directly at him, and that just didn't work because the defender's right there. He's, he's going back into his zone, picks it off. So that's an easy interception for the defender, and – you know, the Bucks were lucky that wasn't a touchdown as well. You know, Texans end up getting three there. So He just walked into the interception. Yeah. He just read his eyes, okay, I gotta go over here. Yeah, it wasn't a good I mean, I can understand it now. If he's throwing that ball into space like he should, where it's in the middle of the field and let Paraman keep running and underneath it, then yeah, maybe you have something there and probably a a, a nice gain uh, for first down. All right, that's two. <laughs> so you don't disagree? That was and Winston's fault as well? No, I think all of them are Winston's fault. Okay. Yeah, we'll get to that. But, I mean, the third one, again, to Perriman. I mean, yeah. and that was just, again, another bad throw. Inaccurate, um, late with his decision, and, you know, the cornerback's right on top of him uh, to make that play. And the only thing I'll say in that one, with the people saying, oh, his finger's broken, maybe he just threw it bad because his finger's broken. Mm-hmm. I'll give you a slight smidgen on that one because that one's a timing and accuracy throw. To me, okay, it was somewhat with timing. Even if the corner is draped over him, if you throw that low and away from the corner, it's a catch or at worst a, an incompletion. He threw it at the worst possible spot. He threw it slightly late and up to where the corner is. Mm-hmm. Perriman never had a shot. So right. it's like, yeah, that's just bad placement. Mm-hmm. That was number three. And then number four, and that was right after we t- got a turnover. Right. Yeah. So that's another... Heartbreaker there. And then mm. number four, again, an out route for Dare. 
Again, terrible route. You're asking your running back to run a great route. Mm. It doesn't matter who it's against. And he's running five yards down the yes. field for no reason. Like, you could just run to the first down line and turn around. Yeah. Like, that's all he had to do. And um, and Winston was, ver- like, visually upset. So, mm. probably that's what he got mad at him for doing. Right. But, still. Again, if you know he's running the wrong, light, wrong route, why throw it to him? Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't just go off to the next one who's OJ, who's 6'5", 6'6", 250. Mm, has a better chance. Has a bigger body just to be in the way of the defender. And if right. the defender tries to jump in front of it, he probably gets a pass interference call. Yeah, or incomplete. Yep. Yeah. But either way, it's fourth down. He needed to convert. Oh, oh no, it's third down. It's third down, yeah. But either way, I mean, there's – a lot of them could have been prevented or just yeah, done better, like mm. better executed. So – and then, yeah, this also goes to B.A. saying how Winston trusts guys more than he trusts them. Mm-hmm. BA, it's probably that Dare pass. Yeah. Trusts him to go run the right route, but he's not. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's to that credit. But, I mean, Winston, those four, buddy, just either hold it or fi- go on to the next one. I mean, you you had four games in a row of progress every game and then this one was a dud but then there were some passes where he made that were perfect and just people would drop him yeah or yeah. guys wouldn't help him out didn't get the help yep and this is where i'm not going to be a Jameis hater i'm gonna be a Jameis advocate mm-hmm. like yes yeah, some passes again towards the thumb right like the pyramid pass it was just off the fingertips mm-hmm. that was a good read good route i mean it's just barely over okay Watson fell on a damn play where right. it, that could have been a touchdown if yeah. his wide receiver runs the right route. Mm-hmm. Brate dropping that first down that could have gotten us to the 25 on fourth down and three. Right. That's Brate's fault. It's not Winston's fault. Mm-hmm. OJ hitting his form. The ball hit his forearm. Right. How do you not catch that? Don't say it's not catchable or right. it should have been thrown better. Right. The ball hit him. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. So, yes, Winston threw four interceptions, but he still had you in a position to win a game. Yeah. And then he throws the damn Watson touchdown, which is insanely crazy. Like, yeah, no even, one else would have talked didn't about. Didn't even talk about that one because that could have that could have not he, happened at all because he could have had picks on the previous two passes. So yeah. could have been a five pick day. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, it, and it just shows you his his moxie on the on the Watson touchdown because that is like that's balls to the wall kind of throw where he's running to his right, throws it back to his left. Hits Watson pretty much in the face. Guy catches it. So, yeah, I mean, he shows the potential, but it's just, he just for whatever reason, can't get it out of his system, you know, not to throw those costly turnovers, especially early in the game. Like, you just can't have that happening in the first half because you put yourself in a hole. You're down early 17-3. to Thankfully, your defense was playing lights out, which was great to see, and, um, you know, tie it up at halftime. And then in the second half, it was – pretty much anybody's game it was pretty much back and forth of you know punting and you know field goals here and there but um yeah i mean what is your take on the scripted plays thing i want to hear your side on that scripted plays i mean i was a fan of it you know to begin with but after analyzing and looking at it i'm not really not really fond of it i i Personally, I think every play should be based on what the defense is giving you. Whatever the defense is presenting, I think you should be able to have two plays in the huddle at all times, and the quarterback should be allowed to change the play based on what he is seeing because he is the quarterback. And he 
he's the general of the, of the team, and he should be able to change it to what he thinks is best for his team to be successful. And, you know, that's what the great teams do. Tom Brady has two plays every time he goes into the into line of scrimmage. It's either a run or a pass, and you check it to whatever he thinks best. I mean, you heard Winston doing that. He, he'd yell alert yeah. multiple times. Well, I'm sure he does it. it. I'm sure he does it, but... I just think you should have the options. I don't. I don't believe in the scripted plays because these teams. I mean, they watch so much film, and they know. I mean, obviously, they know we're going to run out routes early. I mean, we've done it every game. So you know, they're <laughs> the sitting. Yeah, they're that sitting is. on those routes, and you know that's been a cause for a lot of the interceptions. But even if it is scripted, right? It's up to your quarterback to read if it's there or not. Oh, absolutely. I mean, that, absolutely. There's always going to be a first read. Absolutely. You have to automatically know, okay, this guy's reading that. Let mm-hmm. me go on to the next one. Right. It ultimately falls on the quarterback. And the quarterback is the one that is that is picking out these plays, which which makes it even more yeah. so Jameis, you know, his responsibility to make sure, okay, I have to have this right. You know, if I see this, okay, I need to go to my next option because he's going to be open. It, it goes back into what we talked about weeks ago, months ago, when we'd be calling haters, you know, <laughs> talking about the pre-snap reads. That's something that needs to be better, and it just hasn't been the case. I mean, I I agree and disagree. I I agree. It's it's it all it's all on the hands of Jameis Winston, and for the lovers, for the haters, for whoever the hell you are. Either way, you have to point blank say he messed up a lot in mm-hmm. that game. Yeah, and like Ba said, it's a team game. He didn't truly win us anything. He didn't. But he didn't lose it for us either. Mm-hmm. Well, then again, he did. He, that was the last throw he made, so he did lose it. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, I mean, defensively, just let, let me give the kudos to uh, Sean Murphy bunting again. Yeah, secondary Dude's was playing. outstanding. Carlton Davis was yeah. <laughs> lights out. Uh, Jamel Dean, again, making plays. Probably could have had two interceptions. Um, that, that early hold they called on him I thought was – a bad call. I mean, the ball went right Poor through shit. his yeah, it went right through his hand. So he could have had two picks. Um, so yeah, the secondary is looking really good. That's a big secondary too, like yeah. big secondary. Just look what they did. I mean, they held Watson to fifty nine percent completion percentage, only one hundred eighty four yards, right. one interception, five sacks. Yeah, Jesus. And then leading rusher thirty seven yards, who was Deshaun Watson? Mm-hmm. There. Running back, Carlos Hyde, 17 rushes, only 27 yards. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> Gee, like, nasty. DeAndre Hopkins, a top three wide receiver, Boy. five catches, 23 yards yeah. on nine targets. Yeah, it's impressive. Like, you, you can't talk good enough about the offense, or the offense, the defense. Right. And John Murphy Bunting, to me, like, I people were like, oh, this is getting beat and stuff. He didn't get beat at all, I feel like, in this game. Yeah. And he the way they used him in plays. blitzes, he got a sack. He knocked play balls down, he batted balls down that were right. thrown at the line. Yeah, almost had a fumble. I love the way they use him. Yeah, he could, should have maybe had a fumble recovery, but the ball went out of bounds, unfortunately. But so Just grab that shit. Yeah, right. exactly. But, yeah, they're they're playing good, and I really like the potential of the secondary going forward, and I think that's one area of concern that has gotten better throughout the season, and I think going into next offseason, it's really not a concern if those guys are there and healthy. I agree. So mm-hmm. all those people that think, oh, we need more secondary, secondary, I'm hoping they're flipping your mindset about that. Right, yeah. Because we got pretty much three corners that are studs, right, or yeah. potentially could grow together to be studs. Right. 
And I like I mean, the versatility because, you know, Davis and – or not Davis, but Dean and, and Murphy Bunting both can play inside or outside, which I like. And you have Davis who can pretty much go anywhere yeah, as well. Anyone. Yeah, so – Unlike Brent Grimes. But. Yeah. <laughs> so it's really nice, and um, <laughs> I, I really like the potential. And then you have the versatility with your safeties and Jordan Whitehead and, and, and Mike Edwards and, you know, et cetera. You know, and Justin Evans, if he's, he's the wild card. I mean – he comes back, it's even a very better secondary. Like, it can be really good. I mean, so the question marks are just keep them together. Like yeah. B.A. said today's uh, press conference. Mm-hmm. Can you keep all these guys like JPP, Sue, Nassib, I guarantee, is not coming back. But Barrett, yeah. that's a lot of guys that are potential to leave mm-hmm. who are pretty much the ones helping make this damn defense go. Right. But, I mean, JPP, three sacks. Yeah. I put it on Twitter. The dude did a little bit of everything. Mm-hmm. His power rush, bull rush, spin. Um, what else did he do? Damn near everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Yeah. And just his length, his motor, everything you can want in a in a guy. He's thirty years old. Jeez. Mm-hmm. And the guy. What, what did you say? Nine games. He has six and a half sacks. Yeah, six and a half. He's crazy numbers, and only you know seven starts, nine games played. He, he's doing everything you want and you know if he played a full 16 he'd probably be right there with Shaq Barrett you know for for sack lead that's scary yeah but um special teams I'll let you hit on that first uh special teams was just porous I mean the return game has uh, yeah the return game has really struggled uh since TJ Logan has gone out um just no nothing good return wise and then you have a kick blocked, which is unfortunate. Again, 54 yards. So I, I, that kind of makes sense because the ball is low trajectory. But still, you can't have that happen. Um, other than that, I mean, coverage teams were good. But just nothing really in the return game. And, you know, getting poor field position to, to start where all you have to do is take a knee and you get to at least the 25. So not not good. <laughs> poor starting position. Yeah. That's special teams. And you... Yep. Crap the bed. Mm-hmm. Well, with that, any other offense or defense or special teams talk? No, I think we're good. We'll move into uh, – got some questions here, and then we'll mm-hmm. wrap it up. All right, let's go to the Facebook page again. This is from Raymond Van De Heen. I think I got it right. <laughs> he says, the team's future beyond next week's ass-whooping of the Falcons. We have $89 million plus in cap space and 42 players under contract for 2020. We will need to resign and replace the following starters. QB, right tackle, wide receiver three, two outside linebackers, defensive end, and some key reserve rotation special teams. This team did a damn good job last offseason when you look at rookie slash free agent contributions and development with very limited funds. If they can have another outstanding offseason from the same approach, minus a huge raise, <laughs> They could set this team up for a long-term success. There needs to be a huge focus on the trenches. This draft to give them some cost certainty to in those areas. Go Bucks! Yeah, that's a great point, Raymond. Uh, I agree. I think you know I, I said in the Facebook group as well. I, I think if you can keep this defensive group together, I think the current defense is good enough to you know help you win games as they showed uh, on Saturday. So if you can bring back you know guys that are important up front in the front seven and, and keep that group together. I think you got a really good chance to be a good team next year, you know, and then offensively, I think if you can add some pieces to the, the to the O-line, you know, you know, right tackle obviously, and then maybe a, 
interior offensive lineman that can play center or guard. I think that could help you out. Um, you know, wide receiver as well, I think, will be okay. It just depends on what they do with Perriman. Quarterback, obviously, is the, the big question mark. You know, what are they going to do with Jameis? I think Jameis is going to be back. So, But with that being said, I would still like to see them draft a quarterback, you know, sometime throughout the draft. But, yeah, I mean, those are great points. I think they're going to have that same approach where they try to add, you know, key guys and, and keep most of the players that they have back under contract and maybe add some, you know, a few veterans here or there to low-cost contracts. Yeah, I'm going to keep it short and sweet. <laughs> yes, trenches should be big time the focus of this offseason. Mm-hmm. Offensive line and defensive line, preferably an outside rusher in the draft, hopefully. Don't high pay in free agency. Build through the draft. I'm always a proponent of that. Yeah. I mean, we did a great job last offseason. Like he said, I think we should try and do another thing. Don't sign anyone high-priced because yeah. that shoots yourself in the foot. I mean, like, Jensen's contract isn't really the most <laughs> team-friendly. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's just my way of out looking of, of a team. Like, I mean, the Patriots don't really go out and sign the best player right. available in free agency. They build through the draft. So I agree. Do it that way, please. Uh, this is Austin Unger. He says, Kenyon Drake is balling out in Arizona. Could possibly open up the door for a DJBA reunion. I know he's older, has injury issues, bad contract, but could there be a possibility of this? Uh, I mean, maybe. I mean, <laughs> it, it might be a discussion, but I think, I think again, it's, it's building through the draft. And Mark just said, you know, don't overpay for guys. And I don't think we're going to trade for a running back. I mean, unless he gets cut and you can sign him to, like, you know, cheap minimum deal kind of thing. Basically what we're saying is they're going to try to find more Shaq Barrett's, you know, one year, four to 5 million type of deals. That's what you're looking for. Guys that haven't really been playing much, but they can offer upside and and maybe turn into gold like Shaq Barrett did. So that's what you got to do in free agency. And then in the draft, you got to hit on your picks. You know, you got to get Devin White's and you got to get, you know, Jamel Dean, Sean Murphy Buntings, Mike Edwards, guys like that. Absolutely, and yeah. I, I would be a proponent of DJ David Johnson. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying so. Mm-hmm. If yeah, he gets cut like you said, and right. he can get like a discounted price because yeah. obviously he hasn't done much in a few years, a couple mm. of years now. Right. Mainly, some Cardinals fans think it's just because utilization isn't right. Mm-hmm. Well, if we have a guy that knows how to use him, yeah. and we can get him on a cheaper contract. Hell yeah! But I would not trade for him under his contract right now. Yeah, correct rejuvenate your career here hell yeah mm-hmm. especially if we lose barber and we can fill in with him mm-hmm. yeah i think barber's gonna be gone regardless but yeah. but yeah he needs the money yeah he's i mean he's earned it mm-hmm. so let him get it we're not going to be paying him the big money he wants no uh let's move on over to twitter's questions do you got those pulled up uh let's see i got it here you got it all right so this is from colorado i don't know the hell to say that Cucarachas. Oh, Cucarachas. Okay, damn, I'm I'm the Spanish one. <laughs> Non-calls and what kind of response during the offseason the Bucks should have to the league. Horrible calls, non-calls have been in, have been consistent all year and throughout the league, but Bucks, I feel I got ups, absolutely hosed this year when it came to it. it needs to be addressed. Yeah, I, the refs, I mean, it is what it is, unfortunately. I mean, it's it's out of our control. Uh, the league can do something about it, but they just choose not to. Uh, it's been going on for several years now. I mean, just inconsistency at the 
refs position um just hasn't been good you know a lot of bad call games i think too much is put into instant replay and then they have instant replay and they don't know how to use it correctly i mean the whole pass interference non-pass interference thing is ridiculous just i mean they have it right there on video and they still can't call it right i mean it's it's just not good (laughs) well i mean a lot of the officiating and it's been weird all throughout the whole damn NFL. Like, yeah, yeah. It's not just the Bucks. Like to, I know this is kind of off topic, but the the Dak Prescott thing where they're like, oh, he didn't say the proper verbiage. <laughs> Who the hell cares? Right. If, you, if he's saying he got that way, you should just assume, okay, we're going to go this way the next next half. Right. That was just stupid to me. I'm like, yeah. this isn't like an automatic thing. If you, if you won the coin flip, this is what it is. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like the refs are just trying to have like, oh, no, but he didn't say like <laughs> – Oh, it wasn't the black and white that I wanted. Like, right. who the who the hell cares? The hell you mm-hmm. want? He he just said I'm going this way. It's black and white. It's football. Right. I'm sorry. He didn't he's not a lawyer? Not putting his hand on the Bible, saying no. I defer to the second half. <laughs> it's so dumb. I, yeah. I don't I don't get it. That and then clear fumbles. Like yes, I put it up on Twitter. Yeah, Levante. Yeah. Levante still fighting for it, and then he blows his whistle a little too fast. I don't know if anyone got the joke <laughs> on that, but it's. Stupid shit yeah, like yeah, that that yeah. we've had all year round. It mm. feels like, yeah. And BA, God, I hope he sees a cardiologist after this year. <laughs> but it's just like the problem is they don't know what a catch is anymore. We don't know what a fumble is. We don't know what pass interference is anymore. There's just no, there's no clear verbiage of the rules, and like the refs, I think are confused, and then the players, same thing, coaches. Like, there's just no clear vision on what is because it's so up and down. It's so up and down, inconsistent. Well, what was the definition of a fumble? Right. <laughs> so, if it fumbled, it's a fumble. You, you, may, you There should be a flag to say, no, you made the mistake. You got to flip that around. Mm-hmm. There's no, oh, but I blew the whistle, so it's dead ball, so you can't have it. Right. <laughs> no, it's clear you fucked up, so yeah. it's our ball. Get the hell off the damn field. You should be replaced. Right. It should be that simple, but it, it isn't. Nope. Uh, and, so, and also, like, the pyramid helmet-to-helmet hit on a defenseless receiver where he had to go out. Mm-hmm. There wasn't a flag on that, but that was right. clear and obvious. Yeah. He was the only receiver there, and he got hit by two guys. Yeah. yeah. It blows my mind how mm-hmm. dumb the refs are sometimes. Yeah. And then how many times I got to hear this damn guy's name. <laughs> like, I don't want to hear his ass. Yeah. Uh, that's, I don't know, they're just getting me but pissed good, off. It's, good, it's Christmas, guys. Yeah, good question, though. Uh, and this is Stank Bastard. <laughs> he said, I asked Santa to bring me a win against the Texans, and Santa screwed me over. How should I handle this? I mean, it's freaking Santa. <laughs> That's a great question, Stank. Uh, I don't know. I mean, get get your favorite food, beverage, put it all all together and just relax. Again, it's... Drink it up, buddy. Yeah, just yeah, have fun. Enjoy the holidays. Um sorry didn't we didn't get the win for you, but uh yeah, I mean we're gonna win this week against the Falcons, I think. So eight and eight, still good. This is what I would do and what I'm going to do. I'm gonna drink coquito, yeah, get hammered, watch National Lampoon's Christmas vacation multiple times. It's good. And I'll write Santa a letter. <laughs> <laughs> a personal I'll, letter. I'll, I'll include you in it. Personal letter bullshit. for for Stank and uh, yeah, and say we're we're still unhappy. <laughs> hey, but I mean, at the end of the day, we were right there, mm-hmm. which is hilarious. We lost by three damn points. That's what's crazy. I mean, this <laughs> team can like just continue to 
you know, just fuck themselves in the ass, like, constantly. But, <laughs> but they still are in the game. Like, it's, it's crazy how talented they are and, and still find ways, unfortunately, to lose. Yeah, B.A. even said it in his press conference today. He was like, this team should at least be a 10-6 team, mm-hmm. a playoff team. Yeah. And I think every Buck fan kind of agrees with that. Yes, even if you're a hater of Winston, we are literally, even if you're a hater, we're 7-8, and eight, we should have probably won at least two of other games. Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> and that's not on Winston's fault. That's on a, a missed Matt Gay kick and a stupid fumble, again, right. by the refs that yeah. they just don't know what the hell they're doing. That's not on Winston's fault. Right. So, even if you are a Winston hater, we should be a better team than what we've put out there. Mm-hmm. And it... This is actually a positive because we are that close. It's a way of looking at it that way. But there's still always every team has holes they need to fix. Obviously, Winston's turnovers need to be it. Or someone else even posted, Winston has 28 interceptions this year. In the past five seasons, Aaron Rodgers has 25. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. (laughs) My only response was, ouch. Yeah. Yeah, I think, you know, heading into the offseason, that's the big thing. You know, fixing the turnover problem. You know, that's got to be fixed or at least limited. Um, and then, you know, looking at the running game, we got to get some type of running game in here where it can be effective and, and be called upon consistently. And then I think other than that, you're you're pretty much good. I think the defense is going to continue to get better as long as we can, you know, keep some certain pieces and continue to add to it. I think that, that position of the field is going to be fine. And you know you can score the ball when you have your your weapons in there. Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, you know, you're going to be able to move the football and and score points. And to be honest, Winston did move the ball even without them. Yeah. And that's a pro for Winston. That's put a ding on his side. Winston has a lot of positives. Again, I mean, you you don't throw for 5,000 yards on accident. I mean, he's going to have 5,000 yards this season, over 30 touchdowns. Um, You know, it's just finding a way to limit the the bad, which is the turnovers, the costly mistakes at the wrong times. Yeah, he's going to have interceptions. That's not going to go down. You just hope you can... Uh, it, it should go down. It should go down. Yeah, I'm saying it should go down. But I'm just saying it's going to be there. But you got to limit it to where it's 15 and less or something like that. It can't be over 20 every year. It, it's got to be limited. And you got to find a way to... You can live with it if your touchdowns are doubled to your interception ratio. So it has to be two to one or three to one touchdown interception ratio. You can live with that, but he's got to find a way to do it. He's got to find a way to be better with his decisions. What I like about him, I mean, you can see he's upset. Oh, you can tell. I mean, he cares. I I can't do it. I I can, we can't win consistently if I keep doing this. Right. He knows that what the problem is. Buck fans need to know what the problem is. Yeah. And it's not a bashing if it's true. Right. Okay, guys? So, and he even knows it's messing up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he may be trusting some guys, but he's the ultimate guy that's throwing the ball. Right. And he's just as pissed off, I bet. And he's like, oh, why the hell am I doing this? It's a stupid-ass read. Why did I throw it? Mm-hmm. But that's catch-22 of it. Yeah. He just, he has the spurts. Will it ever change? We don't know. You can only hope. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. This is a year where big money's gonna get thrown around. Is it just gonna be a one-year franchise tag, or will it be a fr- franchise 
six-year, seven-year deal? Mm-hmm. Or will it be, okay, we're going to draft our next franchise this year? Right. It's a lot of questions. It's going to be a fun offseason. But it's just, it all. I guess it's in the hands of Light and B.A. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's he's going to be back. I think he'll be back on a one-year deal because, I, I, you know, there's the, the whole, you know, Carson Palmer in year two thing where, you know, he, he went up in, in stats. So they're kind of hoping Jameis can probably do the same thing. And I think, you you know, give it give it one more year with added additions to the offensive line, added additions to your defense, and having a strong defense to start the year, a better running game to help out, you know, you see what happens. Yeah, that's that's the biggest thing. Your mm. running game. I mean, yep. I, based on last last night's yesterday Saturday's game, we just can't run the ball. Yeah. I mean, yes, that puts a lot more on Winston's shoulders, which he has shown he can do. I guess just don't make him do it this often because look what happens. Mm-hmm. But hey, fix the O line, fix the trenches. We we already pretty expect Winston to be back one more year, so. Mm. Let's see, right? Yeah, let's see what happens. But that's going to do it uh, for us tonight. Again, thank you guys so much for your questions and thoughts. We appreciate your support. Um, again, this Bucks team we feel is is getting better and it's on the rise. I mean, you look at the progress that the defense has made, so it gets us excited. Again, one more game left of the season, which is sad, but uh, it should be a good one against the Atlanta Falcons, who are playing much better football. And it's for second place in the division, which is something we haven't been able to say in a long time. So... It's something to play for, and uh, hopefully get to 8-8. Eight eight. But with that being said, everyone have a great week. Merry Christmas to you all. Merry Christmas. And all have a good night, and go Bucks.